Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Tech Marketing Podcast. And、uh, we are now discussing our learnings from the channel meetup. You three gentlemen were all lucky enough to be there. I would love to hear, you know, what was that like, but also tell our audience who on earth you are. We'll start with G Wiz, a fan favorite from way back. <laughs>、um, hi, everyone.、Um, my name is Gareth Kershaw. I'm a senior writer here at Together.、Um, but actually, interestingly enough, my, my Hinterland and my background is many years, almost 25 years, writing about the channel in one form or another.、Um, so it was really interesting for me to,、um, to see where we are, to see the kind of state of the union, as it were, in,、uh, in, in the channel.、Um, yeah, and it was a bit of a throwback. So, yeah, very much, very enjoyable. Seb, take us away. Sure, sure. Hi, everyone. Seb Tyke. I'm、uh, Director of Channel Solutions at Together. And,、um, We like, lead a team. We're helping our clients, who are typically vendors, deliver better services to their partners, all focused on helping them succeed and grow. And of course, you've all heard from me on the podcast. It's John here. I had the pleasure of being at CMU as well,、um, which was a fantastic. It, it was just great to have everyone back in the room, wasn't it, Seth? So,、uh, my first thought was、um, I half expected people to arrive in like, hoodies and shorts and flip flops. And what they've probably been wearing for the last few years working at home. So it was, I have to say, I think everybody loves just being in a room together again, you know, and it was,、uh, it was great fun.、Um, there was a really good buzz, really good energy in the space, I think, just for everyone actually sitting down together, seeing, seeing people that we, you know, we haven't seen for a few years. So there were some familiar faces、um, and lots of new faces as well, which was also, also great.、Um, I'm really nice. So, yeah, there was definitely, I think,、uh, a nice sense of everybody enjoying being out and that sense of normality of actually engaging with people around the channel, around all of the topics that、uh, people care about, the challenges. But being able to do that in a room together、um, was a really good vibe. You know, that was definitely a, a big start, of, yeah, a big, a big part of the day,、yeah. I think. We all forget what it's like to, to you know, You talk to someone face to face instead of over a call, don't we?、Um, and just, the, just the, the, the joy of like being able to have a, have a live debate,、uh, which of course was a lot of the day, wasn't it? So yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, every time we go and we kind of have that experience, particularly around channel events, is there's that sense of all of the new things we talk about and all of the new kind of elements and challenges and the way the market is evolving mixed in with the kind of the, the, The sameness sometimes of the, the same challenges exist. You know, our day was all around sales and marketing alignment. And, you know, I imagine if we, if we had some of our conversations 10 years ago, they would have felt quite similar, probably to the conversations we would have in 10 years' time still, because there were still some of those elements of, of business process that every business struggles with to some degree.、Um, but I think the day started definitely. On a, on a real high with the、uh, IDC presentation、um, and a view around kind of the market analysis and the way in which the kind of the buzz around the ecosystem that has been talked about and has been referred to for a number of years, kind of how that was actually playing out now in the marketplace.、Um, and that was particularly interesting. And I think everybody enjoyed that. Piece because it kind of gave a little bit of substance around something that we talk about a lot but might seem a little bit、um, detached from people's reality of just、yeah. trying to get on with their job and meet their piece. And so that was, that was I think, really interesting.
we need to dive more into this, right? Because you, you've said a few things there. You know, the same challenges, we're still talking about some of the same challenges we were talking about 10 years ago and probably will still be relevant in 10 years' time. But I think the technology that and the digital first approach has allowed us to progress about with how we address those challenges. So it may, you know, for, the, for our listeners, the main topic of the event was sales and marketing alignment with your partners, um, both internally in your organization, but also um, inside your partner's organizations. And one of the key pieces of this wonderful talk by Stuart Wilson at IDC, um, which I, if you ever get a chance to, to, to watch him go through this research, it's, it's well worth it, um, was towards ecosystems and the fact that you know, these partners now need to work together. You know, we are, we're moving away from that linear process of vendor, distributor, partner, reseller, and we're moving towards this movement of, I wrote down the term, this wonderful term of orchestration, um, where actually it, you know, there's lots of different moving pieces. Now, I'm actually going to be fairly controversial. I don't think that's really different from how the channel was five years ago, but the technology for how we share data with people like Reveal, with Crossbeam, with, the, with these new providers has allowed us to um, move through some of those stages faster and recognize the role of orchestration in the channel. I completely agree. Um, and I, absolutely, the, the, the notion of the ecosystem is certainly evolving. Um, but for me, when was that any different? Um, so I, I've, been, I've been watching the channel for almost 25 years now. And, um, and it strikes me and it really brought home to me on the day that the more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, for me, that the channel itself hasn't really changed, or certainly its mindset and its end game. Uh, I'm very much the same as they've always been. It's perhaps the channel journey that's changing, and you know, how you get from A to B to C to Z. Um, and it was interesting, as you, as, as we've already said, that some of Stuart's presentation was really interesting, and you know, he talked about there never having been a more exciting time to be in tech or the channel, I agree. But again, I've been hearing that for 25 years. Um, and that's not to that's not to diminish what was said, because I think it's absolutely valid. But there's always been there's always been some confusion and some conflicting views on what the channel even is. Um, so the idea of this ecosystem, I think, is a much healthier way of looking at it. I mean, I've always said if you ask 100 people for a definition of the channel, you'll likely get 100 different answers. And personally, I've always seen it. You know, I've always seen it in very simple terms. The vendor sits at one extreme of the marketplace. The end user sits at the other extreme of the marketplace. And the channel is anything, literally anything in between. And I think that was really reflected in much of the day's discussion. Of course, it's going to evolve. Um, some of the things that struck me that was very interesting was that Stuart talked about a decoupling of GDP versus IT spend. I thought that was a really interesting point, And that is a sign that things really are evolving um, and to, to me, and to, to, to bring it back to, you know, the, 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 the matter in point here, I, what also came across was, you know, about who owns the customer relationship and vendors trying to help partners in this regard, sharing the relationship. And that strikes me as making marketing and very specifically brand marketing more, probably more critical than it's ever been. Um, and it's just just recently, Harry mentioned the Can Lion earlier, and I wrote a blog about creativity or the lack of creativity in B two B. And it, it suddenly struck me that these those two things actually really go hand in hand. And um, marketing and creativity and tying and, and sales and marketing alignment, it, it all suddenly makes sense. It all makes sense. It's all intertwined. It makes it's all part of the same argument. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just. 
I'm just looking back at my notes here. Like the the eco this orchestrated orchestration piece. And sorry to to maybe this is related to what you're thinking as well, Gareth. But bear with me. Like I wrote down stop labeling partners and circled it. Absolutely. Like, I think does that come into brand? Like actually, is what you're saying here that brand is what? What are we saying here? <laughs> let's let's summarize um, it with that. For me, I think absolutely stop labeling partners, and it's 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 about it's about um, when we talk about an ecosystem. It, it's an ecosystem is something is something symbiotic, and it, and it, and it all everything feeds off each other. And I think in terms of you know not labeling partners, it's a, it's a very important thing. But where it really comes into its own, where vendors really must start coming into their own, is how do they help partners? And it's it's not ju- it's their two two partner marketing, it's their three partner marketing, it's it's giving their partners the some really some really um, juicy materials to go to market with, and that's where brand brand marketing and creativity become so important. Yeah. No, I think you're right because they're definitely. Like the channel, by definition, has always been an ecosystem. Like if you actually look at what an ecosystem means, it, it, it's like a group of interdependent entities that are, are you know affect each other. And the channel always has been that for sure. The, the difference, I guess, in the last few years and what's driving this is is a couple of things. Like we we know IT are not necessarily the main procurers of IT anymore. So you have different functions within businesses that are buying solutions, and those are outcome-based solutions. The actual tech becomes less important. It's more about the effect it will have and will it meet the goals. And you know, a few years ago, speaking informally with analysts, their view was very few IT businesses are capable of delivering transformational solutions on their own. And if the market wants those solutions, it will get them, and that's what disrupts the marketplace. So you see this kind of interdependence of, well, if I can't do it on my own, how do I bring in other entities who are security experts, or who are you know, the infrastructure expert, but I'm the developer, like I'm building the solution for the client. I need all of these kind of other businesses behind me to deliver it. And that does change a lot of that dynamic, because you're right, who's, you know, for a lot of IT businesses, their marketplace might become other IT companies. I, I completely agree, Seb. One of the, the the points I think we made it in the car afterwards actually was that um, when when all you when all you have is a hammer, everything starts to look like a nail. And I think a, a part of what, <laughs> part of what we said was that what's happening is is a greater willingness to say, well, you know, I've got a hammer, but what I really need is a. a, a I need a bolt to be tightened. So what I need here is a spanner. Does anyone have expertise? Has, has anyone got a spanner rather than just a hammer? And I think yeah. there's a real willingness and to that's really starting to happen now. And um, there's a recognition that you know I can't I can't fix every problem with a hammer. No, it's a great analogy because it it does um yeah it does kind of go if the ecosystem then is a toolbox from a vendor point of view from our clients' point of view what can we do to help them with, I love the term as well, the orchestration of an ecosystem, because it's a different value, it's a, it's a different challenge for our clients, um, for some of them to, to be an orchestrator when they've often been the engine. You know, that's how they've seen themselves to some degree. So it, it, it will be interesting how it plays out, but it has made me think, uh, you know, certainly about 
in terms of our services, what we do, how do we, you know, adapt what we do to, to help that? And the good news, I guess, for us is, is, you know, as a marketing business, we understand the importance of, of customer, you know, understanding the customer, understanding the end user, understanding the partner, you know, and we'll be good at helping our clients, I think, adapt some of their marketing approach to maybe be, you know, they have to market harder about their technology to their ecosystem. And then their through partner marketing has to be about helping their ecosystem really understand what the customer needs and how to drive that forward. But the underlying back end piece of that will be data. And I think that's somewhere where we know that's a business challenge and it's where some of our services certainly help our our clients begin to get on top of that challenge and then operationalize that data to deliver great experiences. And that must become more important in an ecosystem where you're trying to orchestrate and connect and you know make everybody aware of what are the superpowers that each of these partners have and how might you bring them together to, you know, that must be for our clients really what they want to be is as every business will be in the channel, how do you put yourself in the middle of the ecosystem? That's the key, though, I think, Seb, is like, this is, the, this is why we're able to talk about ecosystems now is because we have the data to be able to understand partner specializations. And thinking about some of the other things that we talked about in the day, you know, partners moving towards building their own service capabilities. Like, I, I was actually talking to a client last week um, following the channel meetup, um, and she was talking about how they want to uh, highlight some of the different advantages that partners are building on top of their product, like building an ecosystem. Uh, and the term that now gets bounded around a lot here is is marketplace. But I think it, it often gets very misunderstood, um, uh, you know, because when people think of a marketplace, they think, well, this is a place where I need to transact and buy. But actually, in, in reality, in this new ecosystem world, these are non-transactional marketplaces. These are just partner locators flipped, where instead of talking about the company, you're talking about the solution, the service, and the value that you add um like it, it's a it, it's such a a minor change but with such with such huge impact i think on this industry absolutely and it's funny that you've mentioned the the the, the tool the familiar part of a kind of channel set of assets or tools that will go in which is to find a partner always based for the end customer you know Within 50 miles, tell me which partners, where can I go and buy this part? Almost like that's the original use case for find a partner. And now it's going to be, it has the potential to be almost like a revitalized central part of orchestration is actually the ability to give partners information about other partners and kind of smooth that approach, go to business, like go to market or you know, whatever it is going to be to make it as easy as possible for partners to engage other partners um, within your kind of portal space, whatever whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, that, that definitely felt like one of the, the practical parts of, you know, where we might help some of our clients for sure. Um, and certainly the data we have that we're always trying to gather is much more than simple information. It is about specialisms. It is about superpowers let's call them which i always like but um but yeah it'll be interesting to see how program design changes um there's lots of questions that come out of it but definitely just one of the interesting things from stuart stuart wilson's talk for me was the analysis of it resellers um 
income based on verticals and that the biggest vertical now for an IT reseller is IT. No surprise. And it was significantly no bigger than the, than the next one of manufacturing and then public sector. And I, I forget the ones that followed, but it, it, that's why I found the talk so interesting is it was showing information from the marketplace that reinforced the fact that partners are working with each other. And it's now, for many, will be the single biggest marketplace they have is the ecosystem. You know, and for sure, that's always going to have been there because there's always been some degree of collaboration, but it's um, it's definitely not to the same degree it is now. I, I was just going to just picking up to, to to stretch your superpowers analogy, Seb. Uh, it's interesting if you think about it in terms of you know the Marvel universe, you know, Spider Man or Iron Man or Doctor Strange, they, they, they can't save the world on their own. Um, so, you know, Spider Man does whatever a spider can, but you know he's no Hulk. Uh, and he doesn't have the gadgetry of, of, of an Iron Man. So it, you know, it does make perfect sense. Yeah. So, so wait, hang on. In the Marvel Universe, who's the vendor and who's the partner? Nick Fury is the vendor. Nick, Nick Fury's the vendor, yeah. Okay, Nick, the Avengers... Yeah, Nick Fury. I was just actually trying to think of, but I was like in my head yeah. going, Samuel L. Jackson is the vendor. But... <laughs> He's <laughs> like... the orchestrator of the, of the different partners. He's the orchestrator. Yeah. 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 The... <laughs> that's, a brilliant, that's a brilliant analogy. I think... You know, I think we need to we need to consider partners more like superheroes. I think I think that's a fantastic way to be thinking about it. I'm going to extend this actually. Yeah, I'm going to take this analogy a little bit further with another thing that kept, that stood out for me um, from this discussion. And most of most of our topic today is really around this wonderful IDC report. There were other talks that that we're going to do other podcasts on actually um, as as well. But the uh, the bit that the second bit that really stood out for me here is is this role of partner success and outcome-based pricing like this really trying to bring it back to instead of selling the customer a product be that in the cloud or hardware or software you know virtual or whatever we're actually now selling the customer a outcome and if i if i use your analogy you know that's that's where they are coming in to save the day um, you know that you don't get a superhero because they have laser vision or, or because they can fly. You have a superhero because they can they can uh, thwart off baddies, um, and in this case, baddies might be the the things that are getting in the way of digital transformation or whatever. So, I think I think this whole focus on on out firstly like rewarding partners. Well, firstly thinking about the customer first, and then rewarding partners based on how successful they are solving the customer's problems are going to be a big shift that we're going to start to see happening here. Yes. Yeah. No, totally. And I mean, and that's where it comes back to the conversations of 10 years ago. For me, is those outcome-based solutions can be much more as a service delivery. You know, the, a business is, is buying a solution that will deliver an outcome and they're quite happy to pay for it over a prolonged period of time because it's a service. And with that service comes a degree of support and agree of, of probably customization or, or professional services. And that transition, and you're right, then customer success might increase what that cost looks like. So we did talk about KPIs being a kind of a, a multiplier for the fees that a partner might get. If they meet certain KPIs, that fee will be increased. Um, so really tying to the outcome. Like if you drive the outcome the customer wants, you will increase your fees proportionately. So amazing value-based sales rather than kind of unit-based or, or volume-based. But that dynamic is challenging for a lot of businesses 
who are in the channel, a lot of partners. And so that transition from the box pusher, box shifter to uh, kind of yeah. as a service, that's exactly the conversation I remember 10 years ago with cloud coming in and that first idea that we, you know, we're selling storage not based on, based on consumption, not based on you know, units in effect and how that challenged some partners massively. So there's still this challenge for, for lots, but the feeling is, is kind of the, the momentum is, is there and it's gonna be you know, another challenge for our, our clients is identifying the, the businesses that are gonna succeed in this new model or in not the new model anymore, you know, in the other model, it's almost like there's two models, I guess, and it's not new or old, it's just they're there. Which comes on, I think, to the third point that I that I wrote down on this and look at my takeaways is this you've got to then strategically commit to those partners haven't you like you've said like mm -hmm. you've got to build a plan around it you can't just let this ecosystem happen you've got to like you've you've got to form the Avengers uh the Avengers yeah. didn't didn't come together because because they met each other like they needed Nick Fury to go around and, and pull them all together this this analogy is just going to keep getting legs Gareth I'm really sorry oh it's going to it's just going to yeah, run and run it's, it's great awesome. yeah um, I'm actually I can see our branding for the next channel meetup already is probably going to end up with a copyright uh, <laughs> a copyright strike against it <laughs> yeah um, well, me on our face. Yeah. yeah, channel heroes assemble. Uh, but I, I think I think I think we're I think we're right. Yeah, I, I think it, so. The ecosystem clearly stimulated lots of conversation, lots of thought, and was awesome. I think the other piece, and I think we should do our next podcast could be on this. That was really interesting. Um, as we were going through closing the loop, aligning sales and marketing, and the question that came up a couple of times that I think should be asked, which from a marketing perspective, are we over metrics? And yeah. I think that, that raises a whole, you know, it challenges so many assumptions that everybody is chasing this need to, to show ROI, which makes sense from a business perspective, but also doesn't mean we lose sight of what actually marketing is designed to try and do and doing that really well. It is. It's, it's, R yeah. it's R I, ROI, I mean, the infinity war, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it? I think we've reached the end game on this. <laughs> the, um, no, that was really good. So I think what, what are we saying to our listeners just to sum up? We're saying the ecosystem's coming, um, but it's always been there. Uh, I think that yeah. is, is the first point, right? We, the ecosystem has always, always been there. So you need... But technologies are now now allowing us both the technologies that they're selling and the technology and, and the technologies that our customers want, um, and the technologies to support partners are now changing enough to support this. So you need to find your partner superheroes and become a Nick Fury uh, to orchestrate them. That's what we're saying, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. Seb and Gareth, it's been a real pleasure to have you both on the podcast. We're going to get you back real soon because I think we've only scratched the surface with some of the, the findings from from this year's channel meetup. We have another channel meetup Great. again in the US, don't we, Seb, on October 13th. We do. If you fancy traveling to the, to the sunny California, um, that we've got that wonderful event on the 13th. Can't wait to speak to more, more of you about your challenges. Uh, and again, we're using the same topic, which is sales and marketing. So expect similar findings from there. But for myself and Harry, it's been a pleasure having all of you on the podcast today. And we will catch you again next fortnight. Thanks, guys. Pleasure being here. Take care. Love you, Jablin.